on the Valley Podcast with your host, Tim Wilshere. Welcome along. It's Monday the 25th of November 2019. I'm out here again at uh, Victoria Park Complex, uh, episode 75 from the Valley Podcast, Brisbane Business Life. I'm your host, Tim Wilshere. Today, we have... Uh, I guess what the new one of the newest members of the Valley Chamber of Commerce Executive uh, Board uh, also works here, Jesse Neal. Welcome along to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Tim. Okay, Jesse. So um, a little bit of briefing about I guess how the podcast run, but just I guess there's a bit of background information. Whereabouts uh, were you born? Uh, where did you sort of grow up in early years and that sort of thing? Uh, look, I'm a Brizzy girl through and through, so born and raised here in Brisbane on the south side and yeah, lived life here, moved to Sydney to pursue events for six years and then back in Brisbane, so that's kind of me in a nutshell. Everyone in Brisbane knows everyone in Brisbane, so I think there's two degrees of separation. I probably know those two degrees. Exactly. I certainly agree with that and we've said that probably many times on the podcast, believe it or not, that there is that two degrees of separation when it comes to, to Brisbane. So you're born here, spent probably most of your life in Brisbane. Um, so we will talk a bit about later about, uh, I guess, uh, what sort of attracts you to Brisbane. But uh, sort of growing up, uh, what was sort of family life like? Did you sort of grow up in a large family? Uh, and what sort of, uh, I guess, activities did you get up to growing up? Um, I think anyone who knows me would know that I've been a busy, busy person my whole life. So I grew up with two younger brothers. Um, We have done sport and music our whole lives and have a love for the water. So I grew up with a family boat and went boating every weekend, did swimming, tennis, cricket, volleyball, netball, everything you can think of. Um, My brothers and I are fiercely competitive. I'm the best, obviously. Um, (laughs) They would argue. Um, But yeah, family of three and we're all very close still today. And my parents, um, my mother's a teacher and my dad's in the Navy. So yeah. Dad's in the Navy, did you say mum's a teacher? Yes, music teacher. Excellent. Um, Yeah, that's that's great. Um, It's a very competitive uh, sibling sort of rivalries growing up. Yes. Um, and obviously quite a lot of sport, but I guess of all the sports that you did play, what was the, what, what did you, what were you the best at, I guess, and what did you, I guess, play the most? Uh, so netball I was very good at and swimming. So they were kind of my two, but I was um, captain of most sports during school, sports prefect, um, and, you know, I, I loved sport and loved, you know, being, being the leader in, in sport. Yeah, so... Excellent. That's really great. I mean, sport's very important. I think very important for fitness. Um, I guess you, you know, obviously, um, kids are nowadays should still get into sport, shouldn't they? Yeah. Um, rather than look at you know screens. We just um, on the weekend, my boys, we did a triathlon together. So wow. my eldest does triathlons, and my youngest is six. So he did the fun run component. So we're very, very active. They do swimming club. They yeah. play soccer. So we, we, I've continued that lifestyle through to them as well. Okay, excellent. So, and can you remember, I guess, what, what was your first ever job that you had when you were young? Oh, it was a fish and chip shop. Fish and chip shop? Yep. Got paid $5.50 an hour to well, earn, I think, About the same as what I got paid at Macca's, I think, back in, <laughs> back slave, in the 90s. Slave labour. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. $5.50 an hour. Was that, as long as that was legal tender, hopefully that was... Cash. <laughs> cash, cash in hand. hand. <laughs> the good old days. Enjoy the job? 
did. did. You're sort did. of mainly working on the counter or actually out the back cooking the, the bit food? Bit of both. I wasn't trustworthy for the first little bit, so I had to earn being on front, front counter. So I was out the back peeling potatoes and peeling mm. carrots for a mm. long time. And I guess, um, and any other sort of other interesting jobs that you may have had in your early years before you sort of got into what you're doing now? I was a bartender. I moved okay. to the Whit Sundays um, pretty much straight out of school. So I went and did a stint in Innisfail first. So I worked on a farm and did banana picking and, you know, worked with all the backpackers and then moved to the Whit Sundays and did bartending for a year. So cocktail flair bartending. Mm and did that in Brisbane as well. So I worked in hospitality uh, for a while. It was a lot of fun, a lot of interesting characters. Yeah, so hospitality, I mean, <coughs> the Whit Sundays, I can't say I've ever really spent really any time off that way. I must do that, it's on my sort of to-do list to get up that way a bit over the next year or two. Um, is it sort of a place that you'd go back to since you've come back to Brisbane? Oh, I think it, it's just beautiful. It, it's picture perfect every day and those cracker storms that come through in the afternoon in the summertime are just beautiful. Um, I'd love to go back. Um, my dad just sailed the family yacht actually up there to a new owner up in Cairns. So he went through all through the Whit Sundays, and I went for part of the journey well, up as well. So we've certainly got a love for the bay and the ocean up there. Mm-hmm. That's really, really good. Um... And I guess, uh, when did you first sort of, uh, I guess, get into the industry that you're sort of in at the moment, obviously event management, mm. um, you know, running events, being part of a, a companies that run events, and yeah. how did you sort of get your break into that industry, and how did it all start? Uh, my mother would say I've been a bossy boot since I was born, so I love organising people and things. So I've been on social committees, uh, prefect committees, organising high school, school formals. As soon as I was out of school, every job I said, I can do the functions here, I can organise this for you. So I tried to get my um, my foot in the door and Brisbane just didn't offer me those opportunities. So I moved to Sydney and um, they had a lot more events down there. So I was able to get my foot in the door down there with Australian Events Corporation and working, working with larger events, earned my stripes for six years and then came back to Brisbane and worked for um, QX, which is an exhibition company. Mm. Had a great time. So Sydney for about six years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what um, was this the sort of living sort of was that mainly in the centre part of Sydney or any particular area? All over. So yeah. lived in Five Dog, lived in Bondi Beach, lived wow. in Richmond. Um, so all over the place. But yeah, I particularly like my time in Five Dog. It's such a beautiful place in the inner west, um, and Bondi Beach. So that was amazing. Bondi Beach, are you a beach girl? Do you love just laying out there and getting a suntan? I do. I'm a lizard. I need to be out in the sun every weekend. I've scheduled pool time. I love it. Fair enough. Yeah. No, fair enough there. And Bondi, obviously, one of the most well-known beaches around the place. Uh, as far as beaches uh, close to where we are in Brisbane, what is your preference? Where do you like to sort of go to a... Oh, we go a, south. We go to Kingscliff. We've got a holiday yeah. booked first week in January, and yeah. it's my my happy place. Yeah, and Kingscliff. Yeah, okay. it's just gorgeous. That's really good. And obviously, it's that, that would be very kid-friendly, and that uh, yeah. would, you'd be able to do quite a bit down at Kingscliff. Yeah. Which is really good. Um, so moving back to Brisbane um, after the stint in Sydney... 
What was it that made you want to move back to Brisbane after all those years? Was it just time to come back, family in Brisbane, etc.? Yeah, I missed home. Yeah. I've got a really solid family here and I miss that support network and I, I think I'd earned my stripes and there was an opening and a job up here, so yeah. came home and never looked back. Mm. Yeah. So that was, uh, was that working at the um, Royal International? No, so no, I was at QX was... for four and a half years, so it's an exhibition company. So yep. we did large exhibitions like that, home shows and boat shows and caravan shows. Okay. And then I transitioned really easily across to the RNA, and yep. then I was at the RNA for seven and a half years. Yeah. Yep. So, and when I started at the RNA, it was really just that industrial showgrounds, mm. and they were thinking about building a convention centre. Yeah. And so I was with them through that whole build and development whole phase process, and yeah. transitioning customers, and mm. yeah, it was a huge project. And you sort of had to work with the ECA as well during that. Yeah. Yeah. So the ECA um, is a different entity to yep. us, but yes, absolutely worked in together. So yep. you know, they they bought in the big bucks, and we kept us going throughout the rest of the year. So. Definitely a partnership there. Yeah, so lots of experience there. And then, um, so with the, what do you think about the ECHA itself here as, a, as an event that, that's on at the same time every year that we have a public holiday for? Crowds, huge. I think it's so important for the Brisbane city children to have that um, rural access to agriculture and to where all of our produce comes from. I've taken my boys religiously since they were born to the Eka, um, to see the animals, to see where these, the food that they eat every day comes from. And they just don't, don't see it. They don't get access to it. So I think it's so, so important and to support the farmers as well. That's really good, no, it's excellent. Um, So, and then obviously there's a couple other, I think there was a stint with uh, Rugby League. Yeah, so I was with the RNA for a while and then I thought I'd try my hand in a different um, era. So it was sponsorship for the Queensland Rugby League, so the Maroons. Um, it was it was so enlightening for me. I had a great time, but it wasn't my passion. I wasn't doing events, so I quickly... So it was sort of a step away from event management, yeah, really? Yeah, it was. It was. I wanted a change after a long time doing the same job. I had my change, and then this opportunity presented itself to come to Victoria Park. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I feel like I'm home here. I love it. Mm. So excellent. That's two and a half. About two and a half years you've been working here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nearly three. So how did this sort of opportunity come about? When to to first work in this lovely place? Um, a friend from the RNA was working here and was mm-hmm. moving overseas. So she actually approached me and suggested that I would be good for the job. So mm-hmm. I met the owners, and you know, the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. It's obviously a great a great uh, business to work for. Great people that you work alongside. Yeah. Uh, it's Victoria Park has always, you know, it's always sort of had had that uh, ability to be able to, you know, organise lots of different events and functions for so many different people, uh, and it just seems to, seems to be getting bigger and bigger all mm. the time, does it not? Um, it's just amazing, uh, I guess, this this actual location here. You got the view to the city. Uh, you've got the the putt putt golf course, which is still is that still fairly popular to this day. It is so popular. Um, we've just launched our Christmas putt putt, so the whole course. Oh yeah, so has that's been... been very well promoted. Yeah. We get we get um, we get uh, notifications on Facebook about it. We get, <laughs> we get emails. That's about our marketing it. team doing so their job. They are certainly doing their job. I believe um, my Apex Club that I'm involved in. I think we we. 
we're going to do that on the seventh or whatever it is of December. Yeah, the Saturday. Yeah, I think it's fabulous. a Saturday late afternoon. It's a good day and um, it's beautiful. Yeah. So, so that's going to be really, really good, and I think that's a really good way of marketing um, and getting people through the door, and they'll spend. You know, it's, it's they'll obviously enjoy themselves and yeah. have a great time. Um, enjoying those facilities and you still got the driving range which I'm sure that gets a lot of use I mean the shops the golf shops always been fairly decent as well mm. um, so that's, that's always been pretty good I guess the crux of what Victoria Park is all about is all the function areas that's right the function space yeah um, you're telling me as we sort of came in that uh, from Friday start of Friday to the end of this uh, Sunday just gone just in that three days this, this place did 60 different events, is that right? Absolutely, yeah. 60 so events, so that's 20 events a day at least. Um, breakfast, lunch, dinners, functions. You know, what are some of the events that may have sort of happened over the last few days? It's still a real mix match at yeah. this time of year. We've still got PD days for big companies um, trying to wrap up the year that was with their uh, with their employees. We've obviously got a lot of Christmas functions as well and a lot of charity lunches trying to raise money for those people that aren't in the best position right now um, as you come into the festive season. So there's a real mix match of events going on. But um, yeah, we pride ourselves here at Victoria Park on being able to do multiple events a day in the same room. So we do breakfast, lunch and dinner in the same room. Um, we have eight beautiful venues here and we, we absolutely love them. Yeah, that's the beautiful venues now. More recently, the Valley Chamber of Commerce, and we'll talk a bit about. We'll certainly talk a bit about the Valley Chamber of Commerce in this uh, Valley from the Valley podcast. Um, but I was very, very impressed with the Halloween event that we had on here Thank recently. You. It was uh, about four weeks ago, um, coming up to four weeks ago. Uh, the Valley Chamber of Commerce put on very good events throughout the year. The meet and mingle events, in particular, uh, they also have good lunches as well. But the Halloween event, I think that was very, very well done. We had, I think it was, might have been the same sort of room. I'm yes, it was this room, yeah. It was this room. And uh, they sold out uh, about a week and a half before uh, the actual event. Yeah. And I made sure I actually went out and got about seven or eight tickets. I didn't want my, my friends to miss out. Oh, isn't that lovely? So Thank you. Um, we wanted to make sure because, you know, the previous month they were, they were selling out as well. So. And I figured as you know, an event as popular as a Halloween themed end of October event, um, where you've got a cap of about 175 to 200 or whatever it was, they're going to sell out quickly. Yeah. So that's what happened. Uh, I was able to get you know, quite a, a, a good uh, showing here. We actually dressed up. I know a lot of people maybe you didn't your dress costumes up. were sensational well, we had the photo booth here for you we had the themed cocktails idea. we had themed food so yeah. we tried our little hand at a corporate nod to halloween no it was great i think yeah. it was really well done it would have been good to see more people dress up for the occasion yeah. I think, but you can't always help that i had a feeling i said to my people i said i'll get better one third or less will be dressed up so okay <laughs> but so i was pretty right on the ball there but Great event. Uh, it was good to have Shrinner, Adrian Shrinner here, the uh, mayor. Yeah. Uh, he sort of outlined some of his, I guess, some of the things for what's happening with the park uh, at the back of Victoria Park here. So uh, it should be very interesting to see how that all comes together. Um, you know, park spaces is, is, is always, it's it's always uh, something something great to have. Uh, I guess in the inner part of the city, you know, you, a lot of green space, a lot of environment. Mm. So he's fairly environmentally 
friend, friendly talk uh, um, here as well. Um, so talking about the Valley Chamber of Commerce, um, when was the first time you came along to a, a Valley Chamber of Commerce event yourself, Jesse? About 12 years ago. So, so it was I, quite a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have really enjoyed being part of the Valley Chamber of Commerce um, since RNA days. Yep. Um, I, being a member down in the Fortitude Valley there, having the opportunity to go and see other venues, um, it's not something that you get an opportunity through any other um, associations to do, especially seeing competitive properties. So I went along religiously every month to go and see these other venues, see what they were doing, see if they were better than us, seeing how we could improve and also meet fellow members in, in the precinct. It's great intel that to do that too. I mean, obviously, it's, it's great uh, to be able to see what's working and what's not working, what you think, you know, what you can get out of what someone's done really well as well mm. when it comes to event management, putting on events. So very smart to, to sort of take everything on board. Um, just a just a question on was it the first because I've been probably a member for I've been a member and been coming here for the last three or four years to the Valley Chamber of Commerce events was when was was there a time before Halloween that an event was on here before that for Valley Chamber or yeah not? we host one probably every two years yeah. so I'd already put a hand up to host a VCC meet yeah. mingle but as good as VCC is, they were already booked out for a year in advance. So um, this was the first opportunity and just happened to come along with me also being elected onto the board. So I, I had already committed to doing this VCC meet and mingle prior to that. But yes, we had hosted one up in our big marquee two years ago. Okay, excellent. Yeah, it's probably about the time I would have missed out, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and tell me, I guess, as long as, long as, uh, you've been sort of coming to events and that what sort of made you make the step to to become uh you know wanting to sort of get up for nomination to be on the board to be to be voted in um when did did someone sort of suggest it to you or is that something you you felt would be a good idea if you you know that you said okay i can do this you know i want to put my hand up look being one of those uh, I, I, I'm one of those people that write a lot of lists and I had on my little KPIs for myself um, for the year to get on a board and then I did have um, a, a friend in the VCC say to me you know you should really put your hat up for this put your hat in the ring and I didn't think I could do it and then I went on that boat trip with my dad and I went out sailing and he said well why can't you let's do it that and was earlier this year or yeah, yeah yeah it was just a few months ago so we wrote our applicant wrote my application and submitted it and yeah I've been really really um humbled by the support that I got from the members and from the people that voted for me and I'm really enjoying my time in there so far. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's, it's, it's always a great opportunity. It's always, if you set yourself a goal to be on a board and you've done that, you know, you're, you, you put yourself out there uh, more and people do obviously recognise you more as well. It's good for your career generally anyway uh, to be on the board and uh, the opportunities that that can bring for, you know, also for, you know, if you're going to stay with Victoria Park and, and be here for a while, uh, it's certainly going to keep things ticking over yeah. with Victoria Park. And obviously, professionally, it's, it's just a great, you know, it's great to, to do that and to sort of uh, give back a little bit as well. Um, That's it. I'm as really far really... as, you know, giving back to the business community uh, as well and by coming up with, you know, some of your own ideas and your own... Uh, ways in influencing the, the board to take a particular stand or take a, 
particular way of going forward with the way they run events, for example, or, you know, something like that. Absolutely. I'm, I'm really excited about the opportunity to um, help, you know, grow the VCC and increase membership and hopefully help run some amazing events for the members. So I guess with, uh, where do you see the, the obviously a fairly, you haven't been here for too long, maybe two and a half years as we said, mm. uh, do, you see, do you see yourself being here for quite a while and building Valley, uh, sorry, building up Victoria Park uh, and continuing to sort of make it exceed expectations and is that, I mean, is there a sort of a longer term plan to be here and, and build that up? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think you touched on before the Victoria Park vision. We are so excited about the Victoria Park vision and what it means for us at Victoria Park. Um, I'm really hoping we're going to get some new facilities here, some new venues here, definitely uh, develop our venues and grow the venue. So I'm looking forward to being part of that transition and part of that growth for Victoria Park. And I see myself being here for, for a while yet. Excellent. That's really good. Um, now, as far as uh, travel is concerned, have you sort of done much in the way of travelling around the world? Is there any particular uh, destinations and places maybe outside of Australia that you've been to that uh, uh, that sort of are memorable to you or what, you know, what you've experienced? I've done a fair bit of travel. Um, I think I have my passport stamped 21 times before I turned one. So my parents like to wow. travel. Um, I was going to say 21 times before Tommy or 21. Yeah, sort of, no, they're, yeah. they're crazy travellers. Um, but as an adult, uh, my husband has a business in China, so we travel China. to China wow. um, a little bit. Uh, on my bucket list of things to do is America. So, so you haven't been to the States yet? Haven't been to okay. the States yet. We did Europe for our honeymoon, which we loved. What part um, of Europe? Oh, we drove all through. We drove from Rome to Brussels. We went to Paris. I love Brussels. I loved it. Um, Vienna. Just, we we had a great time. And then we came home and it was so nice to be home and beautiful blue skies and beaches and just different atmosphere again. But, um, yeah, the travelling bug is certainly there. It's just time constraints at the moment. So we kind of only travel for my husband's business or we do local travel yep. to Kingscliff. So have you, how many times have you been to China yourself? Oh, I've only been three or four still times, but he, he goes regularly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And what, have you been to sort of Shenzhen at all, next door yeah. to Hong Kong? Yeah, so his business is just south of Shenzhen, so I so like going shopping sort of, at the coffee market. Area. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, what is, so what, what's your sort of, uh, I guess... What is your opinion, I guess, of Shenzhen as a city? I mean, when I've sort of been over there, I've seen it, like, grow massively um, from back in 2010 to the last two times I've been there, you see all these buildings everywhere. And it's What surprises me in the times that I go is how quickly the, the government seems to compensate yeah. for the growth of the population. Yeah. So there seems to be more lanes or more... Uh, train lines or and they're just so efficient with their public transport yeah. something that we could probably do a lot better but um i think the one thing that i always take away when i leave china is the extreme wealth with the extreme poverty yeah. straight below there's not really you know bad towns i mean there are but they seem to just live amongst each other and it, it's extremes in both areas so that that's always been a bit frightening and and you know, I like seeing the blue skies, and you don't get to see that every day in Shenzhen. You definitely don't. Um, 
and certainly in Hong Kong, it's just as bad with the mm. with the pollution as well. Uh, I guess with um, I guess going back to <laughs> going back to I guess uh, the event management industry. Uh, what sort of what have you noticed? That's I guess that's changed the most uh, over the course of the last ten years, and and what do you predict will be some of the changes that may happen in the future? Yeah, it, it's interesting. I mean, the because we're able to access information more readily um, the these days. Yeah. yeah, I think expos are a dying. Yeah, I, I, I just don't see that people are going out to expos to find information now. They're more than happy to go to a showcase at the place that they've already shortlisted through their searches online or through their research. Um, so I certainly think that's a change in the event industry and the way that you promote yourself. I think you need to be a bit smarter about how you are um, doing that nowadays. Gone are the days where you just go to your four expos a year and you get your events through those expos so mm. I think that's a massive change in the industry um, I'm certainly enjoying hosting more one-on-one -on -one for mills so we host a key target market and host them and showcase the venue the best way that we know how and that seems to be working really well for us so I think um, more bespoke events seem to be the way of the future yep. yeah and corporate responsibility we found um, people aren't doing beverage packages anymore. Whereas three years ago, it would be uh, ridiculous to think of doing a Christmas party without a beverage package because people so would drink. So why do you think that, that change has happened? I think there's a number of reasons. I think people are more health conscious. I think companies, yeah, I think companies are more concerned about risk yep. um, with intoxication. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think people are more wanting to spend time with their family and not with work. <laughs> so I think they go to their corporate work event, they have a lunch and they go home. So I think that's a real change in the market as well. Mm. Mm. So what is, a, what is a business like the people that work here at uh, Victoria Park, what do they do to, to let, let their hair down? Do they For a Christmas party? Yeah, what do you guys do? It's a surprise, we're not allowed to know. So oh, we, really? Yeah, we, our Christmas so party. It's usually away from here? Or? It is, yeah. yeah no, yeah. no, no. We do it on a day, on a Monday. Yep. Um, and it's okay, off. That's, that's the right day to yeah, do it. Yeah, yep. yeah. It's on a Monday, it's off site. We do not take events for that day. So everyone Just gets like a, a day off. Monday, yep. um, except us, we'll be in the office. But yep. <laughs> we, we do that and we go off site and we get treated. So it's all themed. We've got a, yeah, and we really look forward to it each year. Last week we did the Christmas putt putt, so all the staff were invited along to yeah. experience the Christmas putt putt course. Yep. And our general manager put on beautiful wines and beers and um, food, and yeah. it was lovely. So, As, so just on that, I mean, I don't, maybe maybe it's a surprise for people coming up to play there, but have they changed the course there at all for the putt-putt? No, it's still very difficult, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the only change for the Christmas putt-putt is there's a few more uh, props to try and get... Oh, okay, yeah, a few to, more things in the way. Yeah, to stop you getting a hole-in-one. Yeah, um, okay. It's hard yeah. to get a hole-in-one anyway, I think. Yeah. It's pretty difficult. Yeah, so, uh, but that's, that's interesting. Um, and is there any other particular types of networking that you do, I guess, other than the Valley Chamber of Commerce at the moment? Do you, is there any other... Um, like the industry type events that you would regularly go to as well or oh look I attend nearly everything there is um, I like to go to a lot of the Lord Mayor's events um, okay so I sort of the council events yeah, yeah. the yep. council events um, also do a lot of Brisbane marketing events as well and then industry events 
um, the wedding industry in particular. We're doing quite a few events with them at the moment. Um, but I think everything is an opportunity to network, uh, you know, from having lunch with friends to going to the school Christmas carols. I networked yeah. at that. I met two contacts. I got yeah. quotes out the next day. So there's, yeah. there's an opportunity anywhere um, if you're talking to the right people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously a big networker and that obviously... Uh, it's part of you know it's part of anybody's success. If they're a good networker, it does it does filter through the other end when it comes to how you know successful they can be as well. I think. Yeah. Um, so with the, I guess you do you get time to do any hobbies at all anymore? I mean, do you get to play golf yourself? Do you do any other? occasional sport uh yeah so as i said my sons and i did a triathlon yesterday so i i love to do exercise so i train five mornings a week um with friends in the morning so we do swimming training running uh, we do gym workouts um i do hikes yeah do hikes with my husband most days as well so that's at night and then on the weekends we do bike rides so i'm really really active I try to offset, you know, alcohol intake with (laughs) the amount of exercise I do and the eating that we have to do for work with exercise, the input-output kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. No, it's it's very... And as I said, you've sort of... You grew up with sport. You maintain sport. You certainly... You're not lazy. You know, you've got... You've got obviously got a lot of, uh, you know, the traits that the children are inheriting are very good when it comes to, you know, being able to get out there, be active sport... Yeah. Eat right as well, probably. Um, you, you mentioned that uh, people becoming more health conscious, mm-hmm. um, at, at, you know, and that type of thing as well. So that will change, you know, I guess the way you, you know catering for the events occurring. It really does, yeah. Uh, from now, and you've got you know people with different uh, wants, you know, whether it's a vegetarian, vegan. Keto, all the dietaries, all these things. yeah. Keto is not one we like to see. That's a preference, not a dietary. But yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Uh, as a wedding venue, though, how many sort of weddings would you do here on a yearly basis? Or yeah, so we we've got 130 booked in already for this financial year, which we're really excited about. We're hoping to get to about 160 this so year. So usually at least three or four a week is what we're yeah. sort of dealing with yeah, at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the venues have all got these beautiful chandeliers in them, so you get your princess day and yep. the venues are already naturally pretty, so yep. you, you can spend your money on your photography or something else if you wish. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always been popular for weddings and uh, um, I guess... What what do you what do you think the biggest wedding you ever had? How many people would have come to the? Oh gosh, um, I think we've done a wedding for four hundred and twenty, wow. which is pretty big, mm. pretty big. But last year we did our biggest corporate event here, which was for twelve hundred people um, up at the marquee, and it took over um, a few other spaces as well. As and it would, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did this year nine hundred and twenty-eight corporate events. Wow. So that's hoping for a thousand. Yeah. A few weeks left. <laughs> yeah, that's really, really good. That's yeah. it's certainly amazing the, the venue and obviously you've got so many different options for that uh, you know, and it's great um, to have this Brisbane to have this, you know. Mm. And it's they should really Brisbane should really, you know, think think uh, about this place uh, as you know, one of the one of the things that is there to do to sort of assist with lots of different um, events and, and projects 
from all walks of life. Um, you mentioned before that you're big on Christmas. Yes. You love Christmas. Love Christmas. Um, and uh, you like buying Christmas presents for uh, all people in your family. And, yes. And the children, obviously, uh, maybe at their sport, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, and Christmas, so this time of the year, we're one month out from Christmas. Um, last year at Christmas time, I was over in Berlin. I had spent Christmas Day in Berlin last year. That was uh, something a bit different. It, wasn't, it was just me and the wife. That was it, just us two, away from, the, I guess, the rest of the family. Um, what is it about Christmas that you... I mean, what's, what sort of really got you into loving Christmas? Just the, because it's the season of giving or what? I don't know. My mum is a child at heart, I swear, and yeah. she's always decorated the house head to toe in tinsel and multiple Christmas trees and, you know, Santa's sleigh bells. And so we grew up with this just Christmas, um, you know, holiday season festivities. So that kind of was instilled in me. Um, as I said to you before, I've got we've got a new house and I've got a big Christmas tree coming today, so I'm waiting for it to get delivered. So excited about that but I love mangoes and the fresh produce that comes out at this time of oh, year yeah. yep. I love being on the water and going sailing and um, you know being with family and having that downtime it's also my husband's birthday and my birthday oh, and so it's all birthday fun it's just you know a month Good, of yeah. month of fun really mm. Mm. yeah so definitely um, do you go to the market so you're talking about fresh produce where would you get your fresh produce from well, actually, Tarragindi community, they've got um, people that own their own mango farms, so they get delivered it to our door, trays of mangoes. Okay. So I've already put my order in, and they do the same for strawberries when they're in season, so we get our produce through local, very local, farm to door. Farm to door, that sounds really good. Um, yeah, so have you, have you sort of ever experienced uh, Christmas overseas at all as well? Have you ever been? I wouldn't be allowed. My mother wouldn't have it. No. Christmas is with her. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah no such luck. Not no. yet. I'd love to do a white Christmas. Have you done a white Christmas? Yeah, well, last year was probably the... Well, I've done it twice, actually. Um, Switzerland in 2011. Wow. Uh, was definitely a white Christmas. We had snow. Good thing about that is you were staying at a hotel... And you just open the door and you just put your beer outside and that was the fridge. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. that would keep it cold, you know? Yeah. Whereas obviously inside you keep warm a bit and yeah. you put the, the warmth and all that sort of stuff on. But um, yeah, so that Switzerland was great. That's probably, I'd say that's probably the best white Christmas. Yeah, probably the only real white Christmas that I've had. Uh, last year, Berlin, it wasn't really snowing, but it was yeah. just nice. It was just a nice, cool weather, you know, in, in a historic city. Yeah, it was definitely a bit different, just us two. Um, yeah, it was, it was quite good. Um, but yeah, Christmas is always... This year it's obviously a family one. We'll catch up with the family up and up Can't the coast. Can't do two years away. Yeah. Up, up the coast, down the coast. So yeah. um, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, you know, a lot of We're travel. We're doing the same this year. Do you have to travel up and we down? We do, or, yeah. Mm. My husband's family are on the coast, so we go up the coast for that one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then down the coast probably or after yeah 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 um yeah so uh, i guess what would you what would you say are your favorite sort of uh, causes or charities that you would you would sort of you know that you would give to or that you you'd like to support that sort of thing mm, we did a our triathlon yesterday was for breast cancer awareness excellent um yeah so that's one that's close to my heart 
Um, a few that we've helped over the years is Smiling for Smitty. Yep. Um, really great cause as well. Um, and uh, gosh, and the Mater Foundation. Yeah, so they're probably the top three that we support regularly. Mm-hmm. But there's many, many, many others. <laughs> there are many, many others. Yeah. And there's sometimes there's just too many. There's obviously too many to support all of them. We try. Uh, yeah. but Wesley Mission, we've been helping out a lot yeah. with. And I mean, those all those ones you mentioned are, are really good, really yeah. good charities, and and uh, certainly it's it's great that um, you know that 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 we have the ability to be able to help mm. um, these different causes, different charities, and. It's good to be able to get behind that, and obviously, being in event management, you obviously come across lots of different uh, groups and people that want to support a, a different cause as well. And so, it's a matter of running the event uh, as best you can to, to make it, a, you know, it, worth it, attending, you know, for future events and stuff like that as well. It's one of the things we pride ourselves on, and here is keeping our costs per head down so that those charities yeah. can make as much money as they can to give back to the people that need. Mm. Yeah. So it's something we're very proud of. Mm. What do you think is the hardest part about your job, about event management uh, uh, and that type? What, what do you think is the most challenging thing for you at the moment? Um, for us at the moment is managing customers that don't realise what they need to do in the right time frame so, and doing it nicely, I guess. So we know exactly what they need to do, but mm. it's getting them to do it in the right time frame and when we have so many events, just making sure we don't miss anything there. Mm. That's probably the hardest. And then, you know, having the, the client that planned everything not turn up on the day and having somebody else turn up on the day mm. and saying, I don't actually want any of this. So, and then having, you know, the, the confidence that our operations team is so fabulous. They just mm. do it on the fly and make yep. it work. Mm. But, it, you know, that's, that's kind of hard at the moment, just managing mm. and preempting what could happen. You must have sort of you'd have policies in place for people to put deposits down or, or to, to reserve yeah. to reserve a particular date and, yeah. and space. So hopefully you wouldn't that you that would sort of stop some people from not turning up. <laughs> yeah, but it's I still guess, yeah it's still disheartening. Some people yeah. just aren't organised. But um, yeah, the majority of our customers are pretty good, mm. and we get a lot of repeat customers customers here. So we see them time and time again, which means we're obviously doing something mm. all right. So I guess all the people in, in your life, and this could be people really close to home or this could be somebody that we don't know about, obviously. Who do you think's had the biggest influence on your life and career at the moment to, to where you've got to today? Oh, gee, that's an interesting one. Um, I had a really lovely mentor at um, QX. Um, he, he was just so great and he pushed me in the right area. Um, his name's Luke. And he encouraged me to get into sales. So I was in pure event management. He's like, you have got the gift. You need to do sales. And he backed me. And ever since then, I've been doing hybrid of events and sales. So I think that was a real turning point for me. But um, yeah, my husband's always said I'm the best event planner he knows. And if you want something done, get Jesse to do it. So he's kind of always been in my corner and always said, well, you can do better or you could try harder or you could do that. <laughs> yeah. And he never says I'm doing great. So he's always pushing me to do a little bit better. So he's kind of my cheer squad. That's good that you got... Um, and, he's, and obviously the, the feedback that you get is quite... It's Factual. Do you think... Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's sort of um, removed enough that it's, it's fairly independent, isn't yes. it? It's not like... You know, you're going to get some 
you know, you're going to get some, okay, you should be doing this, Jesse. And you yeah. say, oh, no, oh, no, yeah, but I will, you know. So there's, yeah. there's obviously all of that sort of stuff when, but it's good to have, a, you know, your own cheer squads and stuff like that to be able to, to be able to and sort sounding of boards, raise, sounding like, boards, sounding boards. Uh, be know, better. You can um, do that. Yeah, and, yeah, and that type of thing, obviously, yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I guess anything else that you wanted to say about the venue here, uh, Victoria Park, uh, Function centre, and uh, what what I guess what would you sort of like to tell the listeners? Anything I guess uh, that that they don't know already. Look, the main takeaway that I want you to know is that we're not going anywhere. As much as you might be reading out there that Victoria Park Golf is closing, that is the golf course, not us. Yeah. So stay tuned. We're excited about what's to come. Um, there are big plans. Yes. I can't wait to see what they're going to be. Um, yeah. They're all still in negotiations, but we're not going anywhere. We're here for the long haul. Um, yeah, and as you mentioned, we've got many beautiful venues from weddings to little boardroom corporate meetings to big conferences. We can do it. So, yeah. Mm. That's really, really good. Um, yeah, so if, if I, get, I think uh, I'll say it again. You know, if you really want to, to have a really great event, uh, Victoria Park... Uh, function center you know, obviously you've got the putt putt golf you've got the driving range you've got eight different areas here that uh that you can have your function at and it's just amazing we had the as i said the halloween event was just just a great event uh, and i've certainly had many many great events here over the course of time of in events with westpac um some other events with property groups uh, uh other spaces all the different spaces it's great here for breakfast too uh, usually open most days for breakfast. Every or, day for breakfast. Yeah. The food here is sensational. So it's the something. food here is is a lot better than most. <laughs> it's right up the top. It's uh, it's great. There's a lot of different options for breakfast. A lot of different options for lunch. Um, so they have those different options there, and it's it's certainly got a, a full bar as well if you need to to any type of beverage, any type of drink, or or that sort of thing. It's all there. So it's it's great to to have that right here with this sort of view, look overlooking. Brisbane um, it's just fantastic so anyway Jesse I know you've been very very busy but I do thank you for your time you're here on a Monday uh, the 25th one month before Christmas uh, yeah thanks for being a podcast guest I wish you all the best you know with the Valley Chamber of Commerce board thanks Tim. I think you'll do a really really good job uh, keep all keep them all honest make sure you stand up for what you believe in mm-hmm. uh, and, and just keep growing because obviously you know, the reason you're on that board is because you're, you know, people think that you can do the job, you know that you can do the job you know, and it's just a matter of being out there, keep making the Valley Chamber of Commerce the greatest and most, um, you know, obviously the, the best chamber in all of Australia the way I guess if you want to sort of wrap it up that way but it's certainly the most vibrant as well, uh, just a, it's just a lovely area in and around here the valley, the city, etc., Brisbane. So uh, thank you very much again, Jesse. Thanks for the opportunity, Tim. No worries.